going on, everybody? Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining us for anything and everything rock and roll. Of course, with a little bit of ADD. I'm Zach. I'm TJ. And I'm Robin. And you're listening to Rock Detention. I don't feel tardy. Gentlemen, how are we? I missed you, boys. Always good, man. I missed you. Robin, how was your adventure? Oh, man. I had an adventure, that's for sure. Drove to Nashville and back. Well, drove to Nashville, flew home. So Yeah. So you just left your car there? <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, yes, I left my car in Nashville. It's forcing me to go back. Uh, so no, you man. left your Pinsky? Yeah, I had to drive a stupid Pinsky truck. Hey, well, now the owner of Pinsky's okay, yeah, not uh, there. We go there. already. First time back. I'd no say the same back. thing about anything that's not my car. But now we're not having your car on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or my car. Yeah. Yeah, Robin, be careful what you say. No <laughs> podcast from the road. Sweet. Uh, so how was Nashville, dude? Tell me, give me your thoughts. You know, we, we, I've been telling you for years that you're going to get there and you're just going to have this poof moment. Well, did that poof moment happen or are you still like, well, I think Austin is still my place. Uh, it wasn't like a poof moment, but, uh, I definitely get it. I get Nashville now. I get what it, I get what there is, why so many people look at it as kind of this musical Mecca to go to so musical mecca yeah i mean all, I like the, whole indus- the whole industry is there i mean you've got everything from the road crews to the booking agencies to the publishing houses to the um record you know, labels. the record labels the you know bmi ascap songwriter everybody is there uh um, venues you've got the same thing in there LA. are a few venues yeah there are there's quite a few venues but uh you got the same thing in la and new york and atlanta and but they're nowhere near to the level that Nashville is. I mean, sure. I mean, you, like with the first time I went there with you was uh, when we walked down a whole two streets and it's like, that's a studio. That's a studio. That's a studio. That's a publishing house. That's a studio. That's this guy's yeah, studio. Dude. It's like, oh, that's music row for you. Yeah. But, uh, um, you know, I said it to you immediately. Like when I went there the night, uh, the night that I went there was uh, my favorite part was printer's alley. That thing was cool, man. dope. Um, and dope. Yeah. Uh, but no, I get Nashville. I like it. Um, I definitely see myself going back and spending more time there, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'd want to live there, uh, yet. I don't know if that's the next spot for me or if Austin's still my home or I don't know. Well, you gotta wait, you gotta wait for movies to show up in Austin. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. why would I go to Nashville? There's a movie well, or coming. Dude, here. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give away your, your secret on here, but, uh, I, what we've been talking about for you bringing to austin i think that would be really cool oh i'm really excited well, for you. okay so I'll, I'll i'll spoil the secret because there's already okay two... i didn't know if you were telling there's not a, it's not a secret it's just an idea oh. uh i truly believe that austin needs more songwriter rounds i think it needs to show we need to showcase our songwriters more because there's a lot of us here and um it's funny because uh i don't remember what it's called there is an actual like term for it where um people you know like one or two people in the world have an idea at the same time. It's a real similar idea or, or maybe the same idea, but they've never met. They don't know that there's like a term for that. So, um, like when uh, everyone's on the same wavelength. Yeah. Kind of. It's, 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 it's similar, but there's, uh, but like, you know, I'm sitting in Nashville and going, we need more songwriter things. And then that night, uh, I was talking with a friend of mine and she's like, well, there's this guy who's starting a songwriter's round in Cedar park. And there's this person who's doing a songwriter's round here. And I was like, gotcha. cool. Um, 
So now there's officially three singer songer writers rounds in Austin. There's the BMI, BMI one. one, and then there's these two that are starting up. Uh, the one that I can think of off the top of my ha- head is a, a gentleman by the name of, of Graham Wilkinson. Uh, okay. Starting one at Not the familiar. hot spot in Cedar Park. Cedar Park. What's the hot spot? Is that like a new venue? Yeah, uh, I really don't know what it is. Uh, I didn't even okay. know it existed it's, until. It's the hot spot. Yeah, I, I I didn't know it existed until, um, you know. Last I, week. I hear you, TJ. So. That's good. Yeah. My, my, my my mic's working. That's good. Uh, yeah. uh, your mic is working. <laughs> test one, two, three. Is this thing on? <laughs> I was watching Family Guy. I probably can't say it on air, but just re- remind me later, guys. I, I saw a really funny thing on on. Uh, you can say anything on, on Family there. Guy. We're not. No. Well, no. <laughs> okay, anyway, yeah, maybe not anything, but it was an infomercial that Peter bought, and uh, let's just say it was kind of like the Snuggy. Oh, yes, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Uh, um, I thought that was hysterical. Oh, my God, what is that? Don't say it. Uh, I don't know why, but one of my favorite Family Guy episodes is when Peter uses money to turn the, like, living room into Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yes. He shows Lois. He's like, ta-da-ta-da. Johnny. (laughs) I have not seen that that one. I I need to go re-see. We got to make a list. Pee-wee's Excellent Adventures. There is a list of, like, (laughs) Pee-wee's big adventure. Yeah, there Phyllis you go. Ted's an excellent adventure. So, <laughs> did I wow. say Pee-wee's excellent adventure? <laughs> hey, maybe that's the third one. Hey, talk about a crossover. Yeah. So, uh... I want to explain something real quick uh, b- before we move on. I-, I apologize for interrupting. Uh, for those of you listening who don't know, a singer-songwriter round—they're—they're uh, they're really big in in Nashville, but it's—it's it's when singer-songwriters get to get up and showcase their songs. They're also known as showcases. But what it is is three to four people will be up on stage. One person will play their song, then the next person plays a song, and, and they just they, they rotate. And they'll go anywhere from three to four songs each uh, for each writer's round. And uh, those are super common and big in Nashville. And that's what Robin is trying to bring to Austin, Another or bring one. his own. Yeah, Another it's, one. it's just a... And it's still in the, like, you know, it's only here right now. So I mean, we'll see what dude, we'll see what we can what I can pull together and, and I'd love to get it started. Um, but uh, I don't wanna I don't wanna for that's it's something I don't wanna force because um, that's you know they always say to not force art and I wanna I wanna start something that is truly about the art. Like this is this is an artist getting up and showcasing their artwork, and it's and I don't want to do anything more than that. Like I don't want to make this contrived or, or you but, know. But I think that I I think it's way more obtainable and yeah. closer than you think. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you already know the writers, dude, finding the venues not really that hard i mean venues are craving entertainment right now and needing entertainers Mm -hmm. so well i I think you could put together a business plan and get this going faster than you think yeah i just need to talk to the right venues so see what's going on there absolutely uh in other news i have purchased a new addition to (laughs) (laughs) the uh the looks on your faces are it's enough it's enough for me i don't even need to go on with with the gag just, just anymore. spill it just spill it yeah what'd you get i bought a new nerf gun oh wow is that oh. right next to your peanut butter i don't know the peanut butter's <laughs> over here <laughs> i just I, want to remind two, him two, two things real quick one 
shout out to Robin for following Rock Detention on Facebook. <laughs> yes, we got a notification. It said Robin Mordecai is now following uh, Rock Detention. So thank you, Robin. Well, I didn't know appreciate that a page that. could follow another page. So when it came hey, up, we it was appreciate like, your support. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I follow going, you guys twice places. now. So you're um, welcome. Thanks. Don't need to have an attitude, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> what second, the thing, second thing. In all seriousness, uh, since Zach's going back to Nashville, we need to go to a Nashville Predators hockey game. Oh, absolutely. Those are fun. I love hockey games. Go sports. Yay, sports. Love to watch them. I uh... do love hockey. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I had. Love to but watch okay. them. You know, hit a touchdown. So. Hey, man. Yep. Hey, score some points. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> Wait. Shh, shh. Oh, my God. You guys are ridiculous. That was uh... good, wasn't it? So what are we talking about tonight? What is what is our, uh, what is what is this? What is we, we? Who gave us this topic, TJ? Uh, well, that would be Miss uh, Natasha Cornelius Tosh, as you know her from <laughs> the podcast. Um, she decided, said, "Hey, you got? I got an idea. You know, maybe top five, maybe top ten Billboard songs of all time." She said it like Mark Wahlberg. In like an accent? Yeah, I got an idea. Top yeah, 10. Part, she did. She did. Well, that's how I read it anyways. <laughs> okay. In you just sounded like a mobster when you said it. And I don't know why Mark Wahlberg is the first person that came to my head, There goes Mark Wahlberg. And I would. Mobster, probably. I love Mark Wahlberg. Oh, uh, on that note, uh, shout out. Uh, not shout out, but uh, rest in peace to their mom, Alma. Was it Alma? Oh. She passed away the other day. Oh. I did not know that. Absolutely. Uh, her soul. She was funny. I watched Wahlburger sometimes. Those burgers are good too, if you haven't had them. Mm-mm. They have one in Las Vegas. Another reason to go to Las Vegas. Better go to Boston. Okay, well, there goes Vegas coming on the show. <laughs> is 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 there a Wahlburgers in Boston? I would assume there is since he's from Boston. I don't I said know. what I said, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't follow him on Facebook or Skype. on Boston. Robin wants to go to Boston. Oh, I have friends in Boston. I love Boston. In fact, one of them texted me today. Fenway Park. Let's go. Aerosmith. Extreme. Dude, I I want one of them. Is it a cannoli? Is that what they're famous for? The pastry that's like has filling in the inside? I I think it's a cannoli. All that's going on in my head is Chris Farley going, ravioli, holy cannoli. Oh my god. Huh. Zagat. Well, Zagat raided. Uh okay, uh, uh topic me. What's going on? That's what uh, you well, just said. Uh, top five, top ten, billboard, all time songs. So Did you say top... that? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear that. <laughs> I was listening to something else. <laughs> my Mark Wall broke my Maki Mock voice. Yes, I was listening to your voice, not what you were saying. Then I sidetracked and said, Hey, rest in peace and all that stuff. And then going to Boston. Wow, dude, I seriously have trouble multitasking because okay. I was so focused on the way you said it that I didn't hear what you said. This could explain some things about me. This could explain a lot of things. Huh. Anyways, um, I'll start us off with my ice cubes in my mouth. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's what's number one? I found I, I'm not surprised, but at the same time, I was like, I didn't expect it to be number one. I didn't either. I mean, I. I can you argue it? Or do we yeah. want to go backwards? Do we want to go... Oh, let's... Okay, all right. So do, do you want to start with uh, number 10? You got 10 pulled up? Because I don't know what 10 is. Uh, 10 is 
Okay. Okay. Uh, again, slightly Lady surprised. Gaga? No, it's uh, Physical by Olivia Newton-John. Ooh. Honestly? Let's get physical. Physical. And if you're a fan of The Office, let's get ethical. <laughs> Dude, so guys, I'm not going to read the list. I want to be surprised. Since you all have the list in front okay. of you, I'm not going to read it. I just know one and two for sure. And ten, ten, physical is a great song. It is. I, I totally think, I love Olivia Newton-John, dude. I was in love I with her too. in Greece. Yep. Uh, I mean, honestly, like, I was single back in the day, and I grew up with her. Like, whatever you want, ma'am. You got it. I mean, still today, what up, Olivia? Shout out. Uh, We'd love to have you on the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, don't ruin this, Robin. So just to uh, just to clarify, what we're what the list that we're looking at is the biggest hits of all, so the Hot 100's all time top 100 songs. And so in fairness, could... this is from 2018, so this might not be up to date. So yeah, warning. Yeah. Wow. Well, then, is there a 2020 version of this? I don't or know. 21. Uh, well, I guess they couldn't do 21 because 21 isn't over. Can you imagine if you're dating Olivia Newton-John? And she's like, what do you think of this song? And you, she played Physical. I'd be like, wow. That's yeah. yeah. That's... I, was just, I was just thinking about that, like putting myself in her boyfriend or significant other shoes. Huh. huh. That's that's interesting. Well, all right. Anyways, well, on to number nine, I guess. No, I, I do love that song, though. And it's... I do love Olivia. Um, okay, I'm not surprised by this one at all. And I'm actually, like, looking over the whole list, I'm... There's really only two songs I think that kind of surprised me to be on this list. Uh, well, the rest of them I'm not surprised at all. Um, number nine is "The Shape of You" or "Shape of You" by Ed Sheeran. Sheeran, Sheeran, yeah. Um, Dude, love that's. I, I'm very surprised that. Excuse me. Um. Excuse me. I'm very surprised that. There's a new school song on the on this list. I was kind of expecting this list to be. That's what I. That's what I'm saying. Like, because these are the biggest hits of all time, or of, of all according to the Billboard charts. So like, it says here that uh, Sheeran's first Hot 100 number one ruled for 12 weeks in 2017, uh, but even after its reign ended, it broke records, staying in the top 10 for 33 weeks. Uh, one more than uh, the Chainsmokers' "Closer" and Leanne Rhymes' "How Do I Live." So, but how do I live without you? That one? I'm actually like blanking on that one. I don't, I don't know. Oh, so I um, didn't know that was Leanne Rhymes. If that's the, Man, if that's the remember right when one. she was big in the nineties? Yeah. Like I remember like the nineties was like all Leanne Rhymes. Well, she had that song called blue, correct? Yeah. Blue. And then there's yeah. some, go up there. <laughs> some on, wiggles. Yeah. Something like that. Um, Actually, it's a good song. Uh, back to Ed Sheeran, dude. I love his story. Have, have you ever watched his? Um, he's got a documentary on uh, YouTube. No, I haven't watched it. I highly, highly, highly recommend you watching it, especially for being a singer-songwriter, especially for being someone who is so in love um, with the UK, with with the European lifestyle, the England lifestyle, right? Sure. Am, am I? Yeah, I, I I absolutely love London when I was okay. there, and, and um, yeah, just so the way we, that the way that the, the that Europe 
tends to treat musicians and music and sure with respect. Well, with and they send them over here and they blow up. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Um, the British invasions. Like, dude, his his story is nuts. I mean, he. Uh, uh, I I'm, I don't want to butcher it and have a 1985 moment, but like he was couch surfing hardcore and and just playing every show he could. I mean he he paid his dues, man. And then somebody discovered it was either like Jamie, I think it was Jamie Fox, who gave him his start, who like introduced him to the right person, or was it, or was it Taylor Swift that brought him on tour? He's got some kind of crazy story like that. Don't quote me on it, but definitely highly recommend watching his documentary. And Shape of You is a phenomenal song. And you can find the uh, video on the YouTube uh, that breaks that song down. It's like him with the producer, and they take it like track by track and show you how he created it. It's pretty interesting. So there's okay. There's my story. Um, Are you sleepy? No. What, me? No, I'm reading something. I'm looking something up because I, I'm trying to remember this Leanne Rhymes song. Oh, I was going to say, so my head was spinning and I had to, I had to confirm. Oh, got it. Yeah. I remember that song. Now. Yes. I want to know how do I breathe? Yeah. Here's the fact of the day. Fact of the day, boys. Um, from my head, from my head, but I had to verify. But thinking of like weird like openers or how it all tied together. The darkness opened for Lady Gaga. Yeah, I actually really? stood. Uh, yeah, I stood in an L.A. airport line with the darkness while they were getting ready to go to that show, and they were having trouble getting all their baggage on the plane. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to their I'll manager and uh, or their road manager, and she was like, "I was like, so do you work for these these guys behind me?" And she's like, "Yeah." I was like, "What are y'all doing?" She's like, "Going to Mexico. We're supposed to open for Lady Gaga," and I was like, "That's weird." And she goes, "Yeah." We know, but that'll be a great show. So, I just thought, yeah, there you go. Little... Are you okay? Did you Zach? forget to feed your fish, Zach? Yeah, did, or... you, did your fish die? Did you forget to feed your fish? No. Oh. Uh, Loud keep, noises. Keep, keep talking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So that's. I'm not surprised with the Ed Sheeran one. That one. That one doesn't. Because that. Yeah. I mean, that was such a monumental hit. <laughs> All right, the next one, I'm also not surprised, although I will openly admit this song drives me nuts. Um, so it's well, not, now that song's not yeah, coming on. Yeah, I'm good. I'm okay. Um, because I, I think this next song drives many people nuts. So is it You Drive Me Crazy by the Finding on Cannibals? No. Uh, oh. It is the uh, the Macarena by Los Del Rio. Oh, number eight? Really? I Los like Del Rio? I thought that was Lou. What? Lou Bega? No. The real, yeah. The what? real Lou? No. Lou something Latin Lou or something. No. Uh, Are you sure? Episode two, we had we had like Lou Reed and Lou Bega argument. Yeah. Los Del Rio is the is the band that is, uh, um, yeah, they are best known for their hit dance single Macarena, released August nineteen ninety five. That was a banger. That song wailed. Yeah. I have. If you look on my Instagram, I believe there's a picture of me at uh, Circus Circus, not Chuck E. Cheese. No offense, Chuck E. Cheese, but Circus Circus was first in Minnesota. That's where I went. Uh, it's the Macarena shirt, and I got some tickets with the Chicago Bulls hat on. So, in case you're curious about my Instagram posts, that's the background on that one. 
Did anybody go to Discovery Zone as a kid? Dude. I think we talked about this, right? DZ. I think we talked about this last episode, right? Who was he? Was I talking to I don't know. I don't remember if this was last episode or we were talking about it so much at the time, but dude, DZ was legit. Did they have this slide that was just a bunch of like rolly things all the way down? I yep. think that was that place, yeah. They had so they also I can't find it to save my life, but they I swear, like I'll take it to the grave. They had an arcade machine that played Danger Zone. Yeah, it was, probably the, it was probably the Top Gun pinball machine. Nah, it was not. Kenny Loggins, if you're listening right now, please come on the show. Dude, so back when I was living in Vegas and um, back when I was, uh, I, just, you got it. I believe in you. Sorry, there's, there's loud noises. Um, <laughs> we used to have early call times, like like 5 a.m. flights for some of the Michael Jackson tours, and I lived over near um, our Michael Jackson, and he would come and pick me up in the morning to go to the airport. I'd ride with him. And and every time I hear that song, I think of those mornings uh, because we would blast that because we're like half asleep. You know, it's 4.30 a.m., 5 a.m. We're heading to the airport. It's pitch black outside. Yeah. And uh, and he had a really awesome, uh, you know, Dodge Charger or something, you know, V8 real loud. <laughs> you know, sports car. What was that again? It sounded like, it sounded like a jet ski or something. <laughs> oh i'm glad we have this recorded yeah Yeah. anyway and and we would like cruise to the airport to that song i love highway to the danger zone i think of those times and i also think of um what is uh alvin and the chipmunks they do a cover of of that song what highway to the danger zone that's the first time i ever heard it was chipmunks version they have a a kid they have a disco album they have a bunch of cover songs well i know they have a bunch but like that's one i remember from being a kid and like i think they they cover the macarena and i'm too sexy too (laughs) oh my god i'm gonna send it to you guys oh please do yeah we'll we'll post it in a link or something or we'll say we're gonna post it in a link and then i never do like it's i that that was my childhood all right. Oh, and uh, guys, uh, 18 years ago today, get a grip. Aerosmith released. Uh-huh. Grip. Great album. Great album. Sorry. Bobby's number eight. Yeah. So Macarena's number eight. I... We didn't really break that down. We just well, the, went. There was really no point. Else. There's yeah. No one needs Everyone to break knows. up. I'll Everyone break down knows. the Macarena. What are you doing? Okay, now I'll tell you what. That song brings me back to my childhood. I'm talking like skating rink. Like elementary school. Was there anything better than like roller skating with like slush puppies, air hockey, and like, I don't know, hot dogs or whatever? I don't know. Dude, good times. It was awesome. In that, dude, the the carpet that they had on the walls and on the floors of these skating rinks. I'm like, I want that for my house. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Dude, that should be everywhere still. Yes. Gosh, man. Dude, I'm. I feel kind of 
well, I don't feel bad for her, but my future wife, man, I really hope she likes the 80s because there's going to be a lot of neon and fluorescent in our house. Well, it, and remember at the wedding, I saw, I saw a post and I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Like there used to be like little dens, like <clears throat> how do I explain this? Like there was just like a talking area. Like it, it was, what's the word I'm looking for? You mean a living like, room? No, but like there's a floor, but then it just was. Oh, indented. you mean like the, the thing like, in the '70s where it was like a receding yeah. floor and it was like a couch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, what is that called? That'll come to me. I know what you're talking like about. Split level? No, no, no. no. It's, no so it's like you say you walk into a living room, and then I've done that before. Well, in you the, do like so two steps down. In the middle of the living room, it it's like a a couch built into the floor. So it's like you walk up to the edge of the couch, like where you would put your back, and this is the floor. Of the of the living room, and then you step down you step into down. yeah, dude. That's like some Austin Powers stuff right yeah, there. I like it was Austin. very. It's, it's a very seventies house design. Um, cool. But, yeah. Um, can y'all pause for thirty seconds? I'll be right back. All right. Well, we're gonna keep talking, but yeah, well, let's keep talking. Okay. Well, don't don't do the what's it we're called? We're gonna do it. Don't go to number seven. Sunken living room. Thank you, Natasha. Awesome. I'll be right back. Awesome. Why couldn't my brain think of that? I don't think know, a lot of Why did he turn the thing off? Okay. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. I don't either. Uh, all right. Well, there's a giant S. So uh, this show brought to you by Skype. Because uh, <laughs> there's, there's now a giant S in the middle. Uh, I like that. Hey, maybe screen. we can have the CEO of Skype on. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, Microsoft CEO. Come on, the, come on the podcast. I don't know what we talk about, but what's your favorite album? I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't, this list is so weird. Like, just going through and, like, looking at the, uh... Like, one and two, I mean, one's weird. Two, you can't argue. Like, that's a good no. spot for it. No, two, I, I, that's one of the ones I agree with. Number three is weird to me. And we're gonna get to all of this. So, we're just kind of building Welcome the, back, uh, kid. Welcome Sorry back, back. All is well, all is well. All, all right, well. so on to number four, um... <laughs> Uh, while Zach was gone, we got we got seven through through five done. Um, <laughs> don't don't make the duck that's face. A, that's that's a good that's a Stop good Lexi it. Fox impression. Um, all right, so number seven. Um, we've all got a feeling about this one, but uh, I got a feeling. That is number seven. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that is number seven. Okay, look. I, I, okay, I like the Black Eyed Peas. Okay, that's who that is, right? Yeah, the Black Eyed Peas. Okay. I, I like the band. I like the song. Okay, it gets me going. I, I dig it. Yeah. But I don't know if it's one of the greatest songs of all. Well, time. this is not a greatest song of all time list. This is just the t- this is the ones that like the set records and billboard. like stayed on the billboards for a long period of time. And so, so, so this is what society is is listening to. Yeah. This is this or is the what they say. Yeah. Kind of like you know, th- these are the songs that like hit the billboard charts, stayed on the billboard charts for a while. And, and you know, that kind of thing. Um, and we could do it. Well, let's do another episode of the greatest songs of, you know, what the list of greatest songs of all time. Uh, I'll be honest. That song, it'll get me going yeah. a little bit, but like it's, it's one, it's, it reminds me of weddings and like, it's when I'm going like to get another drink. Like this is my song to go get another drink. Sure. I like it. I am not dissing on the song. I just don't I know will. if, well, well they're never coming on the here, show man. anyway, so... Uh, you, okay, you well, don't know that. that. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> Remember I don't Kirby know why I just did and, that. Uh, I just, like, jazz hand it. I have really big hands. 
That's twice tonight that you've done something that just makes me think of Fired Up. (laughs) I still gotta watch that. You've never, oh my god. Bro. Fired Up reference. Love it. I've seen a thousand extra movies that you guys haven't, so I I haven't seen one. Dude, we're not hating on you. Yeah, well you kind of are. Maybe I won't be on this podcast ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that just means that me and Robin's squares can be bigger, so... (laughs) Um, I'm joking, gosh. But, uh, so this was always one of those songs that, like, it's an upbeat, up-tempo, fun number. There is, I don't understand why this sat on the Billboard charts for as long as it did. I don't get why this, of all the songs that were out at that point in time, why was this one the one that, like, I get it. There's another song on here, and Zach's going to disagree with me on the, on, on, uh, I think it's actually the next song on the list. Um, it is the next. Robin. It is the next song on the list, and I the, I feel Punk? the same way about this song that I do the next song. Um, they're they're catchy, they're fun, but I why did they break records on the billboards? I just don't I don't get it. So, all right, well, now I gotta things. know what it is. Oh, it's the one that you. Oh my god, I remember going to Sixth Street, and when this song would come on, you would start shuffling. And it's like. <laughs> Party Rock? Yeah. That's number six? Party Rock Anthem wow. by LMFAO is number six. Um, Dude. And it's just one, that... it's another one that just makes me scratch my head that I'm just like, is it catchy? Yes. Is it, uh, is it memorable? Yes. Well, I think I just answered my own questions now of why this yep. sat on the billboard <laughs> I was going to say, okay. where are we going? Damn it. Dude, let me ask you this. Do you think there should be a separate category for electronic music? No, no, no. This is this is a uh, uh, well. That's not considered electronic. Yes, it's electronic in in element, but it's not considered. It's a considered a pop song. Like Tiesto is electronic music. Uh, Dead Mouse is electronic music. Okay, electronic meaning there's no instrument, live instruments in it. Uh, yeah, it's all created via the computer or with electronic. Synth. Yeah, you know. But it, this is I love that song. That reminds me of when me and Gil Vincis, shout out to Gil, what up? Uh we used to go to Sixth Street all the time. Yeah. And I, so I have great memories with this song. I love the song. I, but you know, I don't know, dude. I, I really hope number one is All She Wrote by Firehouse because I think that's one of the greatest songs of all time. Why do I keep doing this? Well, if you, you would watch, just you if you would just Pie move your fingers a little more, it would be more you know. No, I'm not doing that. Or shake your hands. Was it American Wedding where they do like the? That's to uh, she's a maniac. That, yeah, American Wedding. Never saw that one. When the, when they're oh, in the geez. bar. Yep, yep. That that's a great movie. So yeah, movie. so that's number seven and number six. Um, the next one is Leanne Rhymes' "How Do I Live," which I think See, is that's a like one of the song. number one. Uh, uh, wedding songs. That's the yeah. first dance song. It's a, so I'm not surprised. No, not at all. And that one makes sense to me as to why it's on this list. Now, question, because the number one wedding song for like two or three years in a row a few years ago was Ed Sheeran's uh, Pic- Pictures of da, you. No. Uh, you're 23. You, I'm thinking uh, out loud. We I think it's called Thinking Out Loud. Thinking Out Loud, yeah. okay. Um, now see, now why, that, why like isn't that one on here? Thinking Out Loud. Why isn't that one on here? Because that thing, I heard that song ev- everywhere. When that song was out for months, I heard that song sure. everywhere, and it's not on the top ten. 
Mm. Oh, see, what would have been crazy is if Ed Sheeran had two songs in the top ten. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Has anyone ever had two songs in the top ten? Uh, Ooh. Wait, like time, uh, of this list? Happened. Or, like, just in general? So the I, Beatles had to have, right? Yeah, the Beatles had, two, so had like, four songs, I think, in the top ten. They had the top ten. They started the top yeah, ten. Yeah, because of them. <laughs> and they're not in this top ten list. How is that possible? I or know. Stones. They're number 11. See, hey Jude is number 11 on this list. It, and I'm surprised it's Hey Jude. Great song, yeah. but really that's the most popular song. Yeah, I would song think it would be something Beatles? like Help or Hard Day's Night or one of their older. Twist and Shout? Yeah. Ferris Bueller? Which is I a don't cover. Know. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah. It's... Did we talk about that on our yep. cover episode? The more you know. What? No. Twist and Shout was. I, I, because I it's a very. Like we... it, it's, it was a. Uh, we talked about songs that were covers that were not known to be covers oh okay. i just want to know why 1985 is there's not a song from 1985 Fuck on here <laughs> well hey shout out to pete merluzzi um that was a great episode he was on our covers episode yep yeah right. yeah i want his voice yes dude and or his microphone or both whatever. well i can't even go that low i have a super high-pitched voice i'm telling you guys i get yes ma'am every time i call to a support center or you know, like if I'm calling in to like pay a bill or something, yes, ma'am. I'm like, no, I'm a man. I just have a really high pitched voice. I'm sorry. Let me try that over again. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to start talking like not normal. So, pe- hey, how you doing today? I just feel so you sounded weird. like a weird Joe Swanson from Family Guy right there. I was going to say, sort of like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that's, why can't I think of his name? Poison for I, Cusco. I love that guy. Cusco's poison. Yeah. I'm thinking Jeff Bingham from uh, and, and Seinfeld. Uh, I can't think of his name. I got it. It's in my tongue. You mean uh, uh, Elaine's boyfriend? Patrick Warburton. Boom. Yeah, Patrick Warburton. Boom. He is Patrick Joe. Warburton. Huh. I know. Yeah. Huh. But, yeah. Okay. He's also Kron. I've been on a family. In, in, uh, in Bruce Proof. Oh, great Boom. movie. I, I haven't seen it in years, but I remember like laughing out loud. Oh, yeah. It's David Spade. But the man. hardest... The hardest I've ever laughed was Zootopia. That's a good movie, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first time I saw the sloth scene. Uh, I love that gift, too. I, just I, a... I couldn't. Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. Uh. Dude. I think I cried. <laughs> I was laughing so hard it hurt. So uh, the big song from that thing is uh, Try Everything by Shakira. And it com- I think it comes. It might come on in the, ma- like the, in the middle. It come on in the middle of the movie somewhere, and then it comes on again in the credits. But there is a cover of this song. So Disney released a, two compilation albums a few years ago called uh, Jazz Loves Disney. So they get all these jazz artists to do a bunch of Disney songs jazz style. There's a cover of that is song. Is there a metal loves Disney? Yeah. One, our Last Night did, did the metal. We'll get to that one in a second since we're on a Disney. What if Tandy Disney here. came out with a what? movie and it was Disney Loves Metal? Yes. Um, <laughs> Disney meets... Heavy Metal, the movie. What um, if it was like a Spinal Tap Disney movie? Oh my God, please! That would be amazing. Or anyways, like a like uh, Rockstar. I would I Rockstar, but the main be... character is Donald Duck. No, <laughs> I think we do Power Rockstar. Line. Powerline goes too. metal. Oh my God, yes! Why is Power that line. not on this list? <laughs> so, but anyways, there is a if you want a really great like Latin cover. Of of that song, the the or the instrumentation is or the orchestration of it is fucking fantastic, and uh, all both those somebody, albums. Somebody somebody is literally like 
emailing a director right now or a producer like guys i got the next idea yep yep all right so number five are we safe since we did it live first like is that yeah copyright thing copyright i guess cool? I copyright know. here i don't know uh number five is we in rhymes not surprised that was a great fucking song when it came out and it still is number four again it's another one that does not surprise me um and honestly i'm kind of glad it's on this list but uh, i also was not expecting it to be this high uh but number four is Uptown Funk, Mark Ronson featuring. Ooh, so I was Bruno close Mars. a few Great. few songs ago, but yeah, that's Great good. Song. Yeah. Bruno Mars is a legend, man. Dude, have you all heard his new his new single with Anderson Pack? I uh, you sent us something oh, a while back. God. Oh my god, that thing is flawless. I love that song. <laughs> well, have I shown you the video of him dancing on Polly Shore's show? No. Like back in the early nineties. Bruno Mars? It's hilarious. It's so awesome. Oh, my God. I know. I didn't know that it existed. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we've lost that for the guitar. No, I, I was. you said uh, Uptown Funk. Yeah. I have a cool story for it. Okay. What's your story? Well, first I want to... Are you going to play it. that song you wrote for Robin earlier? No, but uh, Uptown Funk's the one that starts like... Yeah. I love that song. Um, so... That was one of my audition songs uh, in Vegas for – so I really hope I'm allowed to talk about this. Uh, yeah. The show didn't end up happening, but uh, there was going to be – I don't remember signing anything. Okay. I don't think You're I did. You're fine to talk about it. Um, so anyway, the uh, there was going to be The Voice in Las Vegas. There was there was a show, like they were they were they were bringing the show to Las Vegas, and uh, my name was put in the hat for um, to be in the band, and uh, uh, and I, I went to the audition, and the person running the audition was Markovich, which is the guy you if you watch The Voice, I mean they always shout out Markovich. He's the MD and keyboard player mm-hmm. on the show, the 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 on TV, and. Uh, and uh, and 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 yeah, that that was one of the songs we auditioned with, and and he he said some really sweet things, and uh, yeah, that's the end of my story. And you never I got a call again. I... I'm kidding. Uh, well, the sh- the show didn't end up happening. Ah. So did you? W- would you have been in the band if if? Be honest. Be... Hey, thank you for for bringing that up, Robin. You uh, would have been in the band. N- n- no, I actually did not get the part. Uh, uh, one of my friends out in Vegas actually nice. got the gig. Phenomenal guitar player. Uh, but the show actually didn't happen. But I do believe that everything happens for a reason because I got a call for Rock of Ages, the tour, yeah. like a week or two after that audition. Nice. So had I had I gotten the gig that show, I wouldn't have done Rock of Ages. So everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Well, um, it's always good to take as many auditions as you can. So, Absolutely. Dude, I'm a firm believer. You know, they, they, I learned this when I was in the acting world. I, I did acting for a couple of years um, right out of high school. And, and auditioning is just as much of a skill as acting or whatever it is you're doing. So, like... Just because you're great at your instrument doesn't mean like you also need to practice at auditioning. So take all the auditions you can mm-hmm. because it's different playing in front of two important people that are deciding if you're getting the job or not 
and playing in your underwear at home. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, and same thing with on stage. That's why uh, I always tell kids, like, go play at church. Go play at school. Like, play everywhere you can because it is so different being in front of a crowd than it is at home. And and it just trust me. Take all the gigs you can. All right, number three. I'm going to look up something real quick because I think that um... – I think it's Uptown Funk that is. What's the song that is sampled? Got something sampled in it. Um, is this true? What you just sent us, TJ? Yeah. yeah. Or is this a joke? No, it's Bruno no, Mars dancing with Polly Shore. Yeah, that's what he just said. <laughs> Those pants are awesome. Um, yeah, there was. Okay, no, it, it was a. It was so Uptown Funk was a. Subject of, of a bunch of copyright lawsuits. Um, so, yeah, it has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve songwriters on it. Gar, Steve. So, uh, yeah, I don't remember all the specifics of the lawsuit, but wow. Um, all right, so number three... This one shocked me. I was not at all expecting this one on this list. I think that's an 80s metal song, by the way. Shocked me? Or this yeah. one shocked me? Kiss. Kiss. No, shocked shock me. Shocked me. Oh. Um, Kiss. Mac the Knife by Bobby Darin. I couldn't tell you what that is. I have no oh. idea what you're talking I've about. I've played it a hundred times. I've like that. It's a jazz. You can, it's kind you can of a jazz a standard. Times? Uh, at 101? Standard. At 102? Just 100? Yeah. Played it hundreds of times. What, it, 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 this is number three on the list? Yeah, this is number three on the list. So, yeah. Can you hum it to me or sing um, it or you, dance? As soon as know. you said I don't know this song, I was going to start singing it, and my brain just goes, nope. Um, but it sounds like... Uh, it sounds like whatever Robin's about to play. Yep, sounds like this. So, so that's Bobby Darren singing Mac the Knife. And it's just funny to me that of all of all the great songs that came out during that time, that that's the one that sits on the on the. But this yeah, list. there's no Sinatra or Dean Martin or yeah, it's not Perry Sinatra. Como yeah, it's or... not any of those guys. It's Bobby Darren. Which, by the way, Bobby Darren sings probably of of all the vocal standards, the jazz standards. Uh, uh, beyond somewhere beyond the sea. I think it's just called Beyond the Sea. Um, by him is my favorite jazz standard song, uh, vocal standard, and uh, so it's like, and I think it's a better song, anyways. Uh, but Mac the Knife is a great one. Um, so I'm just surprised that that one sits at number three. And I wish that they gave more like backstory. It's like here's why this is number three. It sat on the charts for this long. It did this. You know, blah blah. blah. It doesn't give us any of those details, but. I'm a little bummed about that. But, number two. TJ, you want to say number two? I've been reading the whole list. I think I know what it is without looking, because I looked earlier. Yeah. And I mean, it could easily be number one, I think. Yeah. But, Smooth by Santana. Mm-hmm. Rob Thomas, Unreal Song. 
Like that's like that album was awesome. Oh yeah, the, the... like I listened to it all the way through. Yeah, Maria Maria is a great song. Is, is that the one that goes yeah. Maria Maria? Yeah, you got it. And uh, reminds me of a West Side story. Yeah. Okay. Who was that? Who was uh, uh those, oh, I forget what those guys were. I know. I'm just trying to remember like who sang that with. Um. Me? It starts with a C, I think. Uh, uh, the pro- the product. Uh, what the heck? No, I'm thinking of a different song on that. I think uh, put your lights on. Is another one off that album, and I can't remember who's with them. Not Cypress Hill. But... There's Everlast. Everlast. Yep. Yeah, that's the one. Um, Dave Matthews has got uh guests on that song. Um. Lauren Hill guests on it. Eagle Eye Cherry, Eric Clapton. Um, man, what a fun album that would have been. Oh man, yeah. And they've got a a legacy edition on iTunes right now or on Apple Music that's like a double album. So there's more. Uh, but yeah, so Smooth by Santana, which I just I love that song. I just anything Santana or there's, Rob Thomas. Touches. You can't like. There's never like a skip button when that song comes on. No. Like ever. That was the first song that I played, uh, like guitar in public. To you, you played the solo. Yeah, well, because he 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 doesn't. I I, if I if I remember correctly, he's not doing anything crazy. It's like a written out solo kind of a thing, and so yeah, I played it. Huh. Um, That's awesome. I don't know. I don't know why, but that song makes me want to drink a Zima. Hmm. Smooth. I don't know, just just the '90s and Zima commercials, and like I couldn't wait to turn 21 so I could have a Zima. <laughs> then it didn't exist, and then it came back, and I tried it, and it was it was good. Apparently, put Jolly Ranchers in it, it tastes better. We did that too. It's well, uh, like I didn't have Zima on the show. I'm not talking bad about Zima, but like it's not my go-to. Unless you want to sponsor me. I don't. I don't think Do I've it. ever. I don't think I've ever had it. I just remember every commercial in the '90s. <sighs> Zima. What is Zima? Well, Zima. <laughs> what is it's just Zima? Honestly, it was like the Smirnoff Ice before Smirnoff Ice. Okay. In in a sense. All right. Well, dude, you just remind one of my favorite bands at all cost, uh, which is a heavy metal band out of Austin. Um, they they have a line, and it's it's like in a sense, in a sense, in sense. They they it they use three different ways of it. Does that make sense? like? In a sense, S E N S E, and then innocence, I N N O C E N C C E, innocence, 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 in a sense, innocence, incense, incense. Yeah, I think it's something like that. <laughs> I don't know, but it, it's really clever the way they word it. And every time I hear innocence, it reminds me of that song. Cool. I just wanted to share that with you. Uh, that's a, that's a great story. I will see. Dude, look, I've I've I'm just kidding, I've accepted the facts that I don't really have stories. I'm more just have like it's facts. Not really even a story. Say. It's more of just a fact. Yeah. All right, Doctor Rick. Dude, you've yeah, got to see. You've got to see. No, you've got to see. Fired up. Yeah, dude. It's it's hysterical. Oh, uh, make sure you watch the rated R version. The unrated one's kind of stupid. Yeah. You know what? I I'm not a fan of unrated. Typically, I don't know why. It just it changes it. And you can yeah. usually tell the differences, and it's like, I like the other version better. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. Another movie not to watch unrated is Sex Drive. 
The rated R version's hysterical, but the unrated one's just stupid. Sorry, it's silly. I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> Sex drugs, right? Who made that movie? Uh, but Computer? I prefer the rated R. Internet? Internet? <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you, man. <laughs> Dude, Seth Green was great in that movie. He was. All right, do we want to take a wild guess at? We already talked about number one, though. I was going to exactly take a wild no. guess. Um, oh, I know what it is because I I did see number one. Yeah. So. Um. I mean, I'm, I. Yeah, top ten. You could probably back it up, but I wouldn't put it number one. Well, it's the only song to rule the Billboard Hot 100 in two, or in separate release cycles. One week in 1960, two in 1962. Thanks to adults catching on to the song, and then its namesake dance after younger gener- younger audiences popularized them. I mean, that's the simplest dance of all time. But yeah. way to go! And everybody knows that now, damn song. Everybody knows it now. It's twist and shout, nope. twist nope. and shout. Nope. Come so on, different. baby. Yeah. So it's a different one. Yeah, yeah. twist and shout is do twist and shout. Twi- do the twist. Yeah, that's the one we're talking about. Yeah, so the there's twist. two twist songs. Yeah, there's yep. twist and shout, and then there's the twist. The Beatles now, just added and shout, and then they turned into <laughs> a song. <laughs> so now the question is, is is the dance the same for the both of no. them? No, because you got to shout while you twist. The Beatles one. Oh, so. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the new the new craze at weddings. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that was actually kind of funny. I, dude, I'll Zach, tell I'm you gonna, what. I'm there gonna, is some. Either of y'all's weddings, I'm doing that. I'm just gonna get on the dance floor and be like, ah! <laughs> What's he Please. doing? It's the twist and shout. Absolutely. Well, guess what? There is there is no room for your Nerf guns at my wedding. I'm not bringing them to your wedding. Good. Cool. Dude, there's a, there's if you a... make your best man a Nerf gun, no, that would be don't, so. Don't weird. lie. I'm not. Don't no. Lie. Not the best man. It would be like the one on the end, but one of them will be. I'm not a, I'm not a ring freak, bearer, guys. Uh... There's an episode of Family Guy that um, it's like Peter's at a wedding or something, and it gets to the point where uh, the priest goes, now, if anybody has any objections, speak now, forever, hold your peace. And Peter just goes, really? Am I the one who has to say it? Okay, fine, I'll be the one to say it. And then he says something that I will not repeat on here. But I was thinking about it the other night, I was like, which of my friends would not kill me if I did that <laughs> at their wedding? Yeah, please don't do that. I, I don't think I would think that was funny. Well, uh, Dude, I was watching the end of uh, Ted last night. Ted's a great movie. I went back and watched that like two weeks it, ago. It is, but as I, as I watch some of these movies from, you know, five plus years ago, I start to think like, wow, you could not get away with this today. Well, that's what they thought about movies from the 90s, like in the early 2000s. Oh, you couldn't get away with that today. We can. It's just, are you going to... You can make the joke and... You just got to be confident with your joke. Yeah, because I mean, look, at, look at Bill Burr. Look at Bill Burr, look at Dave Chappelle, yeah. look at those guys and how they tell jokes. And I mean, people understand that they're jokes. That's it. Some Not do, all. Some don't. Some do. Well, some don't. And, and they don't react to the people that 
Like it, they'll be the people who get offended, and then there's these. So there's the these jazz guys. hands tonight. Everyone's doing the jazz hands. We're talking about music, man. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it, it's it's how you choose to react to someone getting offended because, like, you know, there's the whole concept of being offended is a choice, which I don't know much about. I don't know too much about psychology to really argue for or against that, but I'm going to need a full argument <laughs> right now. <laughs> Hold on. Let me work on my thesis statement and then I'll get back to you. Um, but yeah, it's like if some, if, if I said something and someone got offended by it, you know, it's also people tend to take things out of context. A lot of times they'll, they'll hone in on one sentence that someone said. And then if you back up and you look at the whole thing, it's like, oh, well, this this well, one sentence has a whole different concept. We're still not going to forget 1985. Okay, yeah, well, that was that. Yeah, okay, that is understandable. Yeah. That was a mistake. I made a mistake. People don't forget. I know. Right on. What are you, elephants? <laughs> um, cool. Well, that was the top ten. That, that was that the works. top ten of this one. Um, of this list, I do want to pick up another one. I do want to like find like the greatest. You know, Rolling Stone has has a 500 greatest songs of all time. What's well, number one? I was trying to get through it, and, and Rolling Stone has so many damn ads. Well, it's 500. 500 was... Uh, oh, crap. I just looked at it. Um, it was a... Smokey, I mean, it was Smokey Robinson. 500. I'm down. It was a Smokey Robinson song. Um, uh, greatest <sighs> songs. I just had it of all time. Uh, there's also a list for the greatest songs of the 80s. I was gonna say, I wonder what that's um, going on there. But uh, it's probably shop around. Uh, shop around. Shop around. Shop around. Uh, by Smokey Robinson and the Miracles is number five hundred. So on that list. But yeah, the biggest so, hits of the uh, top one hundred. I wish they explained this a little more. Um. So it says here at the top of this little article, this one paragraph. For this, uh, that the list that we were reading off of, it says, on August fourth, nineteen fifty-eight, nineteen eighty-five. Wow, <laughs> nineteen fifty-eight. <laughs> Billboard launched the Hot One Hundred, forever changing pop music, or at least how it's measured. Sixty years later, the chart remains the gold the gold standard ranking of America's top songs each week. And while what goes into a hit has changed, bye bye bye, or uh, bye bye jukebox play, hello streaming. Um, Attaining a spot on the list, or better yet, a coveted number one, is still a benchmark to which artists uh, explore from Ricky Nelson to the fir- uh, on the first to Drake on the latest, um, which brings us to the hot, hottest of the hot lists, the 100 most massive smashes over the charts six decades. So there's a hot list and a hottest of the hot list? That's what this is. The hottest of the hot list is what they're calling this. Oh. So, Are we talking about songs or people? Songs. Oh. oh, okay. Songs. What if you combine hottest songs with hottest people? I don't know. What do you get? I don't know. But, uh... Yeah, just, like, going through this whole list. Like, Despacito is number 33. Bro, alright, let me tell you something. I dig that song. Hate it. Dude, I dig it, man. It's it just... There are like so, it just, the only reason that it song, gets me going, bro. The only reason that song is popular is because of Justin Bieber. That is it. It's not because yeah. it's a good song. It's actually an incredibly dirty song if you if you read the lyrics. 
Um, hey, I don't I don't listen to lyrics. I just listen to the way it makes me feel. This well, and that's the whole thing with reggaeton. Nope. I lo- <laughs> that's reggaeton. That's what that's called. That beat. I love it. Yeah. Robin, if you can guess what the number one single was when you were born, I will pay for your next plane ticket. Oh, fuck, I know the number one book when I was born. Uh... <laughs> I know the number one The only reason I know it is because it, like, <laughs> it just stuck in my head. Three. Yeah, I read it. Um, two. One. I don't know. Zero. If you had to guess. Um. Give me, give me one hint. Is it a, is it a, what's the genre? Pop? Uh, pop. Pop. Okay. Uh, man or a woman? Uh, maybe give it away if I told you, but man. Ooh, I was thinking it was going to be like Madonna or something. Is it Michael Bolton? No, but man, he's man. good. No, uh. Fuck, I don't know. I, I've looked this up before, and I can't remember it. The number one song that was uh, the day I was born. Um, is it George Michael? Nope. Millie Vanilli. Oh, that's right. It on the rain. God, that's right. <laughs> Millie fucking Vanilli. Um, yeah. Well, now I want to know what the song was. I got you. I, I got you. You want to guess? Yeah, you want to take a guess? It's a woman. I hope it's, it's something. A woman. It's a woman. Mm-hmm. Yep. I hope it's something great. Like, let's see here. Let's see here. Is it Olivia Newton-John? Is it Bonnie Tyler? Nope. Is it Joan Jett? No, but uh, I'm double J's. Um, I don't know. Zach, were you October 12th? 16th. 17th. 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 I was close. Come on, bro. Shut up. You've known him longer than I have. Come on. Yeah, I'm terrible with dates. It's uh, Janet Jackson. Miss you much. Yes. That is not what I have. Wait. Oh, no. I see what it's doing. Okay, it's reading it wrong. Yeah, 1985? No, 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 no. It's reading the... It's... it's The little blip thing had something else. Um had another song that was on the list it was the next week's song <laughs> dude if i was born one year later it could have been all she wrote dude dude that's such a good album that song came on my that pandora album so good mutt lang bro yeah dude he's done so many great albums yeah like you could take like just two of his catalog like damn but it just the list is never ending. Dude, Shania Twain's album or albums, did he do multiple with her? I know he, they were married. You know, I, I kind of expected a little Shania Twain in the top 10, to be honest with you. I know, right? Little man, I feel like a woman. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember which, which, dis, which of hers is it? Is it Come On Over that was produced by him? Um, Wasn't that Christina Aguilera? Yeah. No, come on over, Shania Twain's album. That's that was done by Mutt Lang, The Woman and Me. Also done by Mutt Lang, Shania Twain in '93. Nope. He had something to do with Nickelback, Dark Horse, I believe, yep. too. He produced, I th- think, a couple of songs off that. Um. But uh, but yeah, her. So three of her, three of her four. Three of uh, her five albums 
were produced by Mutt, and they're just phenomenal sounding albums. Um, but yeah, we're getting close to the end of this episode. Um, Damn. He did Waking Up the Neighbors by Brian Adams, too. I didn't know that. Oh, dude. Uh, that is probably my favorite Brian Adams album. <laughs> I used to run to, what, She Dropped a Bomb? Yeah. Don't uh, drop that bomb on me. Yeah, that yeah. song's so good. That's just a straight, that's just Brian Adams doing Def Leppard. That is all that is. <laughs> yep. When Can't Stop This Thing We Started. Mm-hmm. I died and got in heaven. Man, that's a great album. I forgot about how good that oh my was. God, it's a fantastic album. Um, yeah, dude, we needed. We needed. We should have an episode talking about Mutt Lang. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, yeah, we should have Mutt Lang on here. Yeah, you don't say. No, we should have Mutt Lang, but we should also have an episode where we talk about like Mutt Lang's, just like dude. His stuff. If we get him on the show, like <laughs> that's it, we're done. We would all, we would need to all do like a week of homework, like because I want, I don't want any 1985 moments you mean on that. You don't do that for every guest. I do, but do you? I, he's got so many number it. one albums. Oh, dude, his list, and I don't think the like. I keep going to try and find his complete list of albums he's produced, I still cannot find like a completed list. And maybe I'm just terrible at Google, which wouldn't be, su- excuse me, which wouldn't be a surprise to me. Well, but, uh, have you tried Lugal? No, maybe I'll try. Lugal's Bing. great. Lugal. Yeah. Lugal. 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 Motley Lou. Motley Lou, baby. <laughs> um, Lou Bay. For those of you who don't know, I am quoting the movie hot tub time machine. Great movie. Yeah, I think so. Lang was married to Shania Twain. Yeah. For like, and, uh, for a, from '93 to 2010. Yep. And uh, I believe if Thanks I remember reading the facts, if I remember the yeah, story just, correctly, if I remember right, let me just look at this. If I remember right, well, but, well, I'm not looking at the actual story here, but I, I do remember like reading this story where basically, I can't, I can't remember who cheated on who. If it was him cheating on her or she cheated on him, but. There goes Mutt Lang and Shania Twain, because um, the story's twisted, but, and 1985 it is. But they... Or she can come and correct the story. Yeah, she can come and correct the story. Ooh. And then we can have Mutt on and correct the story. Yeah, good. And then but there's drama. Then, next thing you know, we're on the cover of People magazine. They had another They had another couple that they were really close with, and like... Yep, it was like the Yeah, it was like the, they just swapped the... spouses. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It was really weird. I mean, I guess if it works. Because like he he was he was with you know the other lady and she was with the other husband and they just were like oh, okay uh, we're divorced. Would you like now to we're together. for like dinner? A year later, they were both married to the other one. <laughs> hey, whatever works. I wonder if they uh, did they remain friends. Yeah, I think no. so. Um, I don't know. It's weird, but uh. My best friend's girl. Good one. I think that, that needs a better solo in that song. She's the cars. She used to be mine. Okay, so I do have to say one thing before we before we start wrapping this all up. Speaking of talk dirty to me, I got the shirt on, boys. Number thirty-two shirt. Yeah. I can never get that slide, like the pick slide. You mean that one? 
Yeah, it's, I sound terrible at it. I'm like, mine's like. Do you want to you know the secret? Yes, I do. All right, so you got to hold your pick perpendicular. That's a big word. The, yeah. What is, so like, none of this sideways. Not, crap, not parallel. Perpendicular. Okay. And then, oh man, I don't know if I want to give away my secret. So then, tell me after the show. All right. All right. No. I have, I have I have a C.C. Deville guitar pick on my necklace. Right next to my Nikki Six. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you after the show. I like it. Uh, anyways, so do, I've been diving into Wolfgang's four songs. Dude, his Dude. tunes are great. Uh, you you currently are God. into Wolfgang. I was gonna yeah. say you got <laughs> a hard on for us him, but... last night. Yeah, like two in the morning. Like, dude, you gotta listen to this entire thing. Wait, what, like, did bro, t- what did I text you? Just kidding. Like, we need Wolfgang on the oh, show. Oh yeah, bro. no, we do absolutely. Yeah, we need him on the show. Um, but uh, did that I that video that he has for uh, um, where he's every character. Where he's every character. Hey, hey, Wolf, how's it going? Great. Have you seen Wolf? <laughs> oh my God, where is Wolf? Sorry guys, I'm late. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Waiting on you, Wolf. That is just fucking funny. Um, but yeah, if you haven't, like, for anybody watching, if you haven't listened to that, go do it. It's uh, He goes by Mammoth WVH, the artist. Well, what's name. funny is, like, when that like that song came out, like, the little dedication to the dist- Eddie. The distance. Like, I was like, I had, I couldn't find it, like, on Apple Music, but then I realized what he went under. Right. But you'd think it'd show up just like Wolfgang, but. Yeah. But uh, I think it's cool that he's going by Mammoth because... Of the history to that, so. Well. Yeah. And since we're what, both June, since y'all are both June. looking down and Zach's playing his guitar, no. and he's clearly ready to go. I'll say, we'll I'll wrap this up. I was trying to get it to sixty-nine minutes. Yeah. Like we we literally got like two minutes. But anyways, June eleventh, album drops. Mammoth, Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. Yep. Uh, and I'm excited for that one. One of my bu- I, one of my buddies plays with him. That's really cool. I didn't know the album was coming out. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to summer. Yeah. That's a great car song. Magic. Summer, summer, summer. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, summer, summer. No, that's all that sugar, oh. sugar. Sugar, sugar. Oh, or it's all honey, okay. honey. Ha- honey, honey. Yeah. Jinx, you'll You are my honey. candy. Girl. Girl. <laughs> and you make fun of me for Nerf guns. We don't make fun of you. We support. We support you. Dude, we support you, and we thank you for your support to the podcast, Robin. God bless you. That is a great mug. <laughs> I really want to have a beer out of that mug at some point in my life. Um, all right, guys. I think we're we're we're, we're at somewhere around sixty nine minutes. So. Oh, here we go, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you so much. We missed you these last couple of weeks, but we are back. And uh, we will most likely have a guest next week. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Have a safe week, guys. Uh, we'll see you. Oh. <laughs> Over to you, TJ. <laughs> TJ, take it away. I <laughs> uh, love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is this is fun. This is excitement. I missed you guys last week. And welcome back, Robin, even though you're not in my state. But you're uh, I know. back to your Nerf gun arena. I know. And, uh, yeah, uh, do the subscribe thing. Tell your friends. Bring some friends next time. Yeah. I don't care. Anyways, Robin, everybody, everybody bring a friend next time. Let's double these numbers and uh, smash that subscribe button and go follow. Yeah, you know, do all that crap. Um, Share it with everybody. Um, 
we're uh, slowly moving up on on things. Uh, I do want to know who unsubscribed though. Someone unsubscribed. Was that you, Robin? We went from one eleven to one ten. Somebody out there, you know who you are. Just resubscribe. It's not a big deal. We forgive you. Ah, bastards! You bastards! You bastards! Anyways, um, yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a fully automatic Nerf gun in the corner for anybody wondering. Uh, are none of you wondering? This is a semi-automatic Nerf gun. So sounds like a bubble blower thing. <laughs> it's the it's the uh, mechanism that launches the the dart. So when I pull the trigger, it launches it. Um, I'm pretty sure that some kid got real mad at me for buying that because it was not on the, it was, I went in to go get like toothpaste and it was sitting over by that aisle. The like, toothpaste? Yeah, I was sitting over by the toothpaste because and it was clear that some mom was like, or dad was like, okay, clearly you've been crying. You would like, no, we're not buying this. Like I'm done with this. So they put it down and didn't take it all the way up to the back. <laughs> and I was like, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. That was the best story I've heard all day. There you go. All right, class dismissed. Where's my whip? Yes, this thing is on. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's still it's still on, but I I guess I can end it here.